Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and today I have with me a special guest, the big man himself. Ron Jones, how are you doing, sir? Man, I'm happy to be here with you, man, especially at a time like now. You know, the end of the year, the beginning of a year, this time frame period is a very valuable year in our profession, but beyond that, in people's health, um, because, you know, all great programs start on Mondays or at least the beginning of the year, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Good deal, man. Good deal. So, Ron, tell me a little bit of, well, tell me a little bit of who you are and what you do. Okay, cool. So uh, why the heck anyone should care about what I have to say about health and fitness? Um, I would say it's because, first off, I have an absolute passion for it. My career started initially here as just an amateur bodybuilder, loving the sport um, of bodybuilding, which is all about physique enhancement, correct? Mm -hmm. um, but to do so, you have to use science. So to be better at what I did, I decided to delve further into the sciences of so. Um, at this point in time, I'm in my, I'm in my, uh, my college career, too late to change majors. So as a side deal, I pursue my uh, my qualifications or certifications as an actual personal trainer. Um, start off in GNC where I love supplementation, but learned that much of it was actually void um, or null, not needed if you didn't have the initial understanding of uh, helping, excuse me, of uh, nutrition, right. diet. So of course, dove further into the diet portion as well. Of course, all these things are still adding to uh, what I love most, which is bodybuilding. And then from there, realizing that the same rules I applied to myself in bodybuilding translated into the lives of others who simply wanted to have health. And like I say all the time, um, I realized that um, what I have to sell, the whole world can use. Hmm. So let me see how this can fit into everyone's life. And then, of course, from there, I started to apply it. Now I've graduated college and I'm a full-time personal trainer, right? So loving life, still doing what I do, but began to now want to broaden my approach or my reach, I should say, and connect it with the company that was growing and they needed to have another face that would uh, lend towards the brand. But beyond that, someone who could actually add science because, you know, you have to sell a quality product. Right. And then this is where I am now with Heat Extreme. And from there, you know, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all history, history in the making at least. Okay, okay. Uh, just a little background behind the curtain for everybody listening. I met Ron on the app Clubhouse. He was giving a little talk and, you know, we just connected on Instagram also. Ron, on there, you mentioned uh, supplements and then you mentioned how supplements are just that, that they supplement whatever you're missing from nutrition. They're not supposed to replace your nutrition. And then you also mentioned uh, bodybuilding and how bodybuilding, a lot of the guys are more mature in the sport. So, uh, because black does not crack, can you tell us how old you are? <laughs> I'm actually 36. Okay. I'm 36 years old. I'll be 37 this upcoming year, July. Okay. July 25th. Good deal. Good deal, man. Ron, I was like, I know he, he I would assume you're older than me, but I don't know. I'm 32. So you, like I said, black don't crack. You look like my, uh, you look like me if I was six feet, uh, about seven feet or seven inches taller. <laughs> and, and, and Virtually twins. Oh man. 
Uh, so tell me, Ron, uh, you, you, you touched on it a little bit, but what made you get into fitness, go a little deeper into it? Yeah. So, so truthfully, man, um, I initially had a goal when I was working out, you know, it's a little further, further back than that. Um, playing basketball, playing sports my whole life. Um, loving sports, loving what they do for me. And you know, the feelings I get from it, the camaraderie team play and everything else. But when I got to college, my freshman year, I broke my ankle and I was like, yeah, I need something to do still. This campus is far too big um, to be walking around on crutches. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know, I need something to do. Um, so I decided to still go to the gym. But a friend of mine named Matt Nelson um, is who escorted me to the weight room section of it. I couldn't play basketball downstairs, but upstairs I could still be active using weights. And he showed me what to do for the first day and then said, hey, we'll be here three more days. I'm just like, four days? He's like, yeah, four days, man, is what it will take to cover all of the body parts. So I began training along with him and I realized, you know what? I think chicks dig muscles. <laughs> so, you know, in my young, in my young, uh, my young man mind, I figure, hey, what else can I do besides enhance my physique? Let me focus on just enhancing my physique. So I said, I'll lift weights because chicks dig muscles. Next thing you know, months go by and in my head, I'm the man now. Months have gone by and my first spring break comes and in my head, everyone can see what I've just developed. Right. Um, all these muscles, right? So I'm like, yo, this is a great thing, man. Um, what I'm doing is enhancing my physique. But over time, it began to make more and more sense to me. Um, the idea of kinesiology, body mechanics, the way the body actually moves. It began to, to read to me much like a reading book reads to many people who speak English. Right. They just look at it and it makes sense to them. The same translatory process happened when it came to fitness, whereby I would look at the body in motion and it just made sense. It just made sense to me. So I delved deeper. And of course, me understanding things more actually helped me out more. So I kept delving into the sciences of it. And like I said earlier, um, I realized that I was receiving something from this. I wasn't never someone who felt bad because I tell you the honest truth, was never someone who did not have his health. But I did find out that I was, I was just high on life the same way I was when I was playing sports. But you know, when you get to college, team sports really don't happen as much. You have intramurals and whatnot, but it's not the same satisfaction of daily pushing yourself as you once did in practice. You know what I mean? Right. Which is a daily grind with your teammates. And then, of course, you had Saturday games, Friday night games. Um, and then, uh, you know, it was a constant process. Well, in, in, in college, you don't get the same thing. But I did find, though, that exerting myself on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday it felt the same. And it was giving me that old thing back. The thing that I felt earlier that year when I was a senior in high school, I was getting that same feeling back. So I'm pushing myself. And now I'm professing to the whole world about how great this is and how good you feel. And then beyond that, there's a return. There's a physical return. You can see those who are doing this the most and the most consistent because it reflects in their physique, right? right? So I'm loving this. But now I'm realizing that, you know what? This is actually the same thing, the same thing that can help others. So of course time goes by, but I'm realizing that all the more beyond you know rectifying people who have health issues, just for everyday people, it gives you ret um, a return. You feel good. Now of course there's a longer science we can actually explore as to what's happening with those feel good hormones, but it was something that was helping me feel even better and making others, well, who could perhaps benefit from it, feel better as well. So now I'm sharing this with the world. I'm realizing now that there's a full profession for this. Right. A full profession. It's called a personal trainer. So let me see if I can make this thing work for me. And then that's why I began to push with it. And then I also found myself feeling like special populations was my forte. Okay. Special populations being in this instance here, pediatric, those under the age of 18, as well as those who are over the age of 50, because those are the ones who most need that feeling, you know? Right. 
So that's why I find myself really hubbing towards those guys with helping them out, you know? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Where did you go to school at? Valdosta State University in oh, South Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know where that is. I know where mm -hmm. that is. So uh, when's the last time you competed in a bodybuilding competition? A uh, year before last. So about two, no, three, three COVID year, three years. Okay. Three years. And what happens with that is in bodybuilding is of an old school mindset where I am, you don't want to just simply keep presenting the same thing. Right. This is artistry. You want to enhance your size, symmetry, and proportion. You don't want to just keep presenting the same thing to the judges. Mm -hmm. and it's going to take time to actually enhance that. Um, people believe that you're just going to keep getting off stage and seeing where you land. No, you've got to really be able to present something new. And where I am now at the national level of competition, it's a lot more competition that's out there, a lot more stringent. It's not just some feel good, you know, some feel good show that you're doing. Um, so the competition is elevated. So as a specific open bodybuilder, you know, the ones who wear just the, the, uh, the bodybuilding trunks, right. looks like a bikini. Right. Um, we're all the way out there. You know what I mean? And as a super heavyweight, which is someone over 220, um, we have a lot of mass to present. And right. it takes time to add mass. This is why, you know, every year I'm instead of trying to add more and more mass to my frame. My last competition, I was at 265. If I stage again in the next year, ideally, I would be around 270, wow. um, 275. That's about three years of work for seven pounds of muscle. But that's just how it goes. And how tall are you? 6'3". Sheesh. Yeah, some offseason weights around. How tall was Ronnie Coleman? Uh, he was not super tall at all. He was he was one of the taller bodybuilders, but he was about five ten. Wow. Five ten off season about three thirty, but he I think he's finished his career staging at around two ninety five. Okay. Yeah. So at six three, of course, it's gonna require a lot more mass to present wow. the uh, the larger appearance. So off season six three for me about two ninety this year. Um. So ideally in season, of course, the height would be the same six three, but the weight would would hopefully be around that 270 mark. Okay, and you're competing in the open, right? Yeah, men's open. Okay, uh, so quick question. Have you ever seen anybody uh, that is, I don't, don't wanna say vertically challenged, but uh, anybody <laughs> that is not vertically challenged, but have you ever seen anybody your height or close to your height, basically anybody over six feet competing in the, uh, is it the physique? Which one wears a boy, uh, board truck? Trunks. Board shorts, yeah, those guys actually are typically um, longer. Oh, because okay. it presents more. It's more of an actual. Um, it's more of a purely aesthetic, attainable appearance that they're shooting for. Mm -hmm. So they want that long model statuesque appearance out of those guys. So they want the ones who are much longer or lengthier. And of course, on my side of things, they want a little more size to you right. and it's oftentimes really hard to add thickness and size to such a long frame the most notable one was probably Arnold Schwarzenegger right who was around six two right um but that was we're talking three four decades ago exactly so why did you choose uh the comp the, the the field you're in instead of board shorts um because there was that was it didn't exist oh okay those board short guys and then to be truthful those board short guys um, and, and this isn't known to the world, but board short guys know, and they probably get mad at me for even saying board shorts, but those physique guys, they, they, they know there is an actual difference there in that we, <laughs> we oftentimes refer to it as a varsity and 
and junior varsity squad. Um, <laughs> not as not as a pejorative, but only because early in your career, we all had that same appearance. Right. But with time served and due diligence, we did reach those those ranks. Many would tell you that they don't want to reach those ranks. But if you're doing the same exact thing that we're doing, mm-hmm. you're going to at some point in time perhaps end up at those ranks. But no, the physique did not actually exist. Um earlier on when um when bodybuilding was was first accepted and then when i first came into the 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 sport it wasn't there as well it came along a few years later but even so then it was more so you let the dog outside from me lydia even so then it truth be told it was kind of helping to increase the pot um when you submit for these shows you're paying upwards of a hundred dollars just for each class you're in and the more guys were there the more the overall ante is increased Remember this, the reason why the men's open is the very last. Right. Everyone's waiting for that freak show, <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. True that, true that. Yeah. So, uh, appreciate that explanation for me, Ron. Uh, if you would, please, you tell me what you do. You delved into it a little bit. Uh, I want to know, what is your why? And if you need me to explain that to you, I can um, my why was always changing. As I said, when I first started, my why was, was simply trying to uh, peacock for, for the opposite sex. Excuse the interruption. It's me, K-Pad. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in and listening to For the Health of It on whatever streaming service you choose. Be sure to subscribe and give us a good rating. Now back to the show. Right. Um, but then over time, of course, that, that, reasoning, that reasoning changed, right? Right. Um, and then now at 36, you know, married 11 years with two kids, seven and nine years old. I think my why at this point is truthfully because they like the idea of daddy. I'm sorry, I had a call go through. I probably should put it on block. It's all good. We're good to go still? Yeah, yeah, still good. Okay, cool. So now I believe my, uh, my, my why at this point in my career, my point in my life, is more because I like the idea of being their superhero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then truth be told, you can create your own celebrity with your own physique. So the process of pursuing this enhancement and trying to be bigger, uh, you know, bigger and, and more symmetrical and, and, uh, and more proportioned, is just an ongoing art. I don't think you ever stop that art if that's your reasoning. You know what I mean? Right. People, um, people, people paint with watercolor and easel. Mm-hmm. People paint with uh, with charcoal and uh, and a canvas. People use clay and um, and a spin wheel to create art. Bodybuilding is the same concept. You never get tired of trying to magnify or create the art piece that is your physique. So I don't think you ever discontinue that. You know, I just love the idea of using my body as art. You know, cool, cool, great explanation, great explanation of that. So. Uh, going into 2021, what are some goals you have for yourself personally and uh, business side and then also for your career? Yeah, well, you know, professionally here, um, we are heat extreme and I am, of course, a large part of that. So we're always expanding. We're always trying to scale upward um, as well as encompass more, uh, more things. So we will have additional products added to our supplement product line. Of course, our YouTube and podcast channels, all social media channels, we're going to always keep going in depth with those, trying to um, trying to expand our reach because, of course, the further we reach, the more the actual business itself will do or the better it will do, I should say. 
um, to include the challenge, which is now, you know, super strong, stronger than ever, which is just the way of incentivizing people to get healthy. And, and the ultimate challenge is to simply follow, follow healthy guidelines strict by the book for a set period of time, you know, six weeks, follow what we're saying and give it to yourself, you know, was the idea behind the challenge. And then of course we incentivize them to come along and try this process by offering money to those who win. And of course the top five do get 5,000, but the whole point of this was to let you see what we're capable of doing as a training firm. And then that kind of hooks you there. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, from a professional standpoint, that's of course what we want to do. Always keep taking to the next level. Um, personally here, I don't know if I will stage this upcoming year or not, um, but I will prepare for the stage irregardless. You know, it's not irregardless, that's a double negative. Um, regardless, I will still prepare for for the stage as my own personal goals. That's never gonna change. My, my, my whole purpose is to always be better each year than I was the previous year. And to date that has held true. So we'll see if we keep this ball rolling with that, you know? All right, sounds good, man. Uh, now this is, this is a side question that just popped up in my head. I didn't, I didn't, you know, preview it. To yeah, you. absolutely. Uh, man, you, you already mentioned being something like a superhero to your kids. You ever thought about <laughs> professional wrestling? <laughs> not quite, man. I'm not really a tough guy like that. We look tough, but we're not really that tough. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, don't tell anybody that secret. We just like the presentation of so. But yeah, not quite. Um, but you know what's funny, though? I will tell you this part, and this kind of came to me earlier, so I'm probably premature and trying to roll this out. Um, but I've been mulling over this idea for a while. Um, the misconception of what an alpha is. And of course, everyone can't be the alpha. You have a large pack, but there's only one leader. Perhaps you'll have four or five contenders for mm -hmm. the alpha position, but there's only one. But the misconception of what an alpha is is, 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 is rampant. An alpha is not a bully. An alpha is actually simply the leader. But you're a leader in multiple places. You're a leader because of obviously your physical stature means you're physically capable, you're ready, you're fit to fight. But beyond that, you are someone who's going to lead by way of taking care of the weakest in your pack. Right. That's very important. The weakest in your pack must be taken care of because they'll willingly follow behind you. So the most vulnerable in your population should be cared for. In this instance here, it'll perhaps be my children. And of course, they will want to follow behind me. So I have to lead them in that capacity here to include and mentally being sound. Um, my wife, of course, will want to follow along as well. I'm the, the alpha leader of my, of my household. But going beyond my household, amongst colleagues and friends and peers, I still have this alpha complex about me, which means I still must be, of course, fit to fight, which is not, of course, when a fist fight, because right. we're not that primitive at this point, but, you know, still physically capable, as well as mentally sound and emotionally um, um, intuitive enough to be caring of the weakest amongst you. So helping those people out. Back to the ultimate point. It's all contingent upon you having that competitive edge. And when you master your health, you're always giving yourself just that, the competitive edge. You're mentally more acute because in the morning time, you got that good endorphin release, that good dopamine release to your brain. So you're sharper acute-wise. You're physically, of course, improving upon yourself because you are physically exerting yourself with cardio, as well as giving yourself premium fuel to make sure you can still be sustainable throughout the actual day. It's all lending towards what I feel like I, I would love to always be, which is the alpha. It all must come together. We'll break that down further in some later talks, but I definitely um, see that as one of my major reasons now 
trying to understand myself, you know, become an introspective for a moment. Right, right. Nah, good, good, good talk, good talk. So we were talking about 2021. And as you as you previewed earlier, it's the start of the year. Uh, so people are trying to get in shape and stay in shape. So what tips do you have for anybody trying to get in shape and stay in shape? Keep three keys in mind. These three keys, I always speak in terms of them because everything that should be considered will fall into these three keys. The first one is cardio. The second one is strength training. The third one is recovery. Recovery is in two parts. That's your nutrition and your sleep. At all points in time, always have a roadmap to effectively and consistently hit those three. That means you should know beginning of the week what your plan is for your cardio. Mm. And then you simply carry it out. Know what your plan is for your strength training. And you simply execute that. And know in advance what you're going to have for your fuel and recovery. And then simply stick to that. Those three things encompass all things when it comes to health and fitness, in my humble opinion. <laughs> hey, well, well, the reason this show is called For the Health of It, it's a bit of a d- double entendre, and it's not just improper English. Uh, so for sure. mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. So, yeah, you're right there with me, Ron. So, yeah, I agree with your humble opinion. <laughs> good, great. <laughs> good deal, good deal. So, uh, next thing I want to tackle with you is the five components of physical fitness. And which do you believe is the most important? The five components of physical fitness are cardiovascular endurance, muscular endurance, muscular strength, flexibility, and body composition. Which of those five do you feel is most important and why? You know, it's very interesting because body composition is going to naturally put two of those in place. Muscular endurance as well as um, cardiovascular. If those two aren't in position, lending back towards my three keys, which was cardio and recover, excuse me, cardio and stream training. If those two things aren't in position, body composition will mean nothing. So I'm going to cheat off of those five options and definitely go with body composition because it's going to naturally insinuate that you have mastery over your cardiovascular um, efficiency as well as your muscular uh, muscular endurance. So so my final answer, Regis, will be um, body composition. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I like that, Ron. Uh, I like that, man. Hey. And, and here's what I like most. For the most part, I've been asking people, and, you know, they've been giving me, you know, they'll, they'll shoot me one answer, and then I'll say, well, all of them is important. Uh, the last two people, yourself included, have have given me one specific component and why. So I like that. I like that. I really do. And as you said, as you know, uh, there's no wrong answer as long as you can properly defend it with evidence or whatever you uh, with, with scientific evidence. Uh, factual I believe evidence. that. I believe so, that. Yeah. Good deal on that, Ron. Uh, my next question for you. Tell me a little bit about Heat Extreme. Yeah, well, Heat Extreme is an online training firm, and we basically want to keep everything in-house, which means you don't have to go anywhere. Okay. We're ball hogs. So you come here, and everything you need should be here. So between one of our biggest components, which is our Facebook support group, we're talking about 30,000-plus strong who have actively participated or are actively participating in the challenge. Um, we're going to be there for mental support. That's a, bit, that's a big part of that. So perhaps finding some like-mindedness amongst this group of 30,000 can be found. Um, not, not licking wounds by no means, but definitely, you know, fostering and creating a, a, uh, an environment that's conducive to, to what your personal health and fitness goals are. I'm pretty sure you can find someone similar to yourself and a sea of 30,000 plus strong. 
Right. Um, so that component is definitely a part of our, uh, of our heat extreme um, company to include our product supplement line, which is not extremely robust, rightfully so, because we don't want to just throw a bunch of product at you on behalf of financial gain. What we have in position, we truly believe in. From our branch chain amino acids, of course, you know about muscle recovery to our actual fat burning, which is the most rudimentary version out there, rudimentary version out there. It's only five ingredients. Um, all the way through our collagen, which is very important as well from someone like myself who, uh, who beats his joints up on a regular basis. We know collagen helps to renew your, um, renew your, your connective tissue, you know, tendons and joints um, or tendons and ligaments. Um, but also collagen is one of those products that wears two hats. It also serves the purpose of skin and skin regeneration. So to those who are in, in weight fluctuation, as many of us are going up or down, it helps with elasticity. Yeah. Not give you a breakdown of all our supplements. I'm just saying that of our supplement lineup, it's all there with intention. Right. Um, not throwing frivolous things out there. That's part of our lineup as well. Um, to include our newest thing, our addition that we're super proud of, our baby is called Heat on Demand, which is an archive of all of our programs in one place. It's like a Netflix of fitness. Okay. Um, all of our programs are right there. So everyone can just simply subscribe. We're talking $9.99 a month. And they have access to all the programming that we've ever created and exclusive programs only found on the heat on demand platform. You know, you won't see it and you won't actually see it in the challenge. So it's just an expansive brand and anything that can help anyone in their fitness journey, anything that can help someone in their um, in this life as as um, as fitness is concerned. We're here for that. You know what I mean? So to make sure it's all here and, and available to those who are. Uh, who may need it. Again, what we sell, everyone can use. His um, health, you know, geriatric, pediatric, everyone can use health, man. Facts, 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 facts. So Ron, before I get you out of here, man, I need you to plug any and all social medias and website. Absolutely, man. I'm pretty consistent. I'm not sure how this happened, but I am Big Ron Jones across all platforms. <laughs> so you can find me. You can find me at Big Ron Jones across all social networks. Um, definitely Instagram is the best way to reach and reach out to me because I am, uh, I am extremely active and consistent there, but also my link tree and my bio gives you portals to our Fit Plug radio podcast. It will portal you to our website, heatextreme.com. That's H-E-T-X. There is no E there. That's heatextreme.com. Um, um yeah like i said if there's a platform we're there uh the youtube channel is going to be heat extreme but again at big ron jones is going to give you a portal to myself and then all things heat extreme as well cool 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 hey ron hey i appreciate you doing this such short notice man and i appreciate you fighting through those technical difficulties with me <laughs> we're good man glad to have had a chance to speak with you man it's always about connecting with others um, in this life, man, uh, it's not common to see many of us who indulge, or excuse me, who understand the value of owning your health, um, especially in our demographic. We oftentimes um, don't spend much time um, really prioritizing our own health. That's mental and physical. Um, so to have people like yourself and myself uh, making it plain and relatable to those who need it the most, truth be told. I think we actually need it the most. We could definitely use a lot of healing um, and positive outlet. 
So I'm always happy to connect with someone else because us as a whole is stronger that way. You know, I really believe that we are Thanks. as a whole stronger that way, man. We can always feed off of it. Again, um, our customers, our market is the world. Everyone can use what we're selling. I can't service the whole world, nor can you. So let's both feed off each other to each as many as we can. We can all eat good, you know? That's that's facts. 100%, Ron. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to get you on here again, bro. Absolutely, man. Let's definitely connect offline after this, all right? Yes, sir. Hey, this has been another episode of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett. Thank you.